Welcome to Final Final, the podcast for brand storytelling and other conundrums. I'm Heather McTee. Hello. Today we're going to talk about managing feedback in a productive way. We've all heard the saying, feedback is a gift. And while that is true, there is a wide range of feedback that could be described from destructive all the way up to game-changing. There's a lesson I've picked up along the way that I really like. Don't just make it different, make it better. Anytime I'm providing feedback, I think about that. There's so much we can talk about with feedback, so we're going to have to split this up. We're probably going to hit this topic more than a few times across the space of this podcast series. But today, we're going to talk about how to effectively provide feedback to a team, whether it's a project team, a team that reports to you, a team you're a part of, and then also how to create an environment that is conducive for productive feedback from other sources who also give feedback to the teams you lead or participate in. Feedback is a huge topic for storytelling teams because if it's not done well, it's one of the best ways to burn your team out and destroy morale, not to mention hurting the end product. There are a few principles that I try to abide by. One, I will not provide feedback until the team has asked me for it or invited me in to collaborate. Or if we have a deadline where we have already set up a feedback milestone. There is nothing worse than a supervisor who gets all up in your stuff before you're ready. There are periods of time when we as creatives, we really need time and space to muck things up play with options, explore, move things around, and we need space to do that in a way that works for us, whatever that is. Some people like to do that alone. Some will pull you or other colleagues in. Everyone is different, and personally, I think it's better for the team when we trust our teams to pull us in when they need us. This is an old art school principle, but I think it's good for creative teams and corporate environments too. While we make work in brand life, Most everyone that we collaborate with is really an artist at heart, and we all work better when we support that. So provide feedback when it's asked for. Don't go into work preemptively. Show respect for the work that the team is already doing. Remember, your role is to help and support. Two, when collaborating through feedback, personally, I like to approach feedback like an investigator. This is just a personal preference. I want to understand the strategy, the driving insights, the thought process. Instead of pushing my thoughts unilaterally, I will ask about everything that I don't understand or something I want to hear more about. I will lift out the interesting, strategic, or innovative things that I see. Almost all my feedback is either a question to understand the connections between the tactics and the strategy or observations that I will make to add another perspective. Remember, you're just a collaborator. You are not in charge. You are just another perspective coming in to help. If you're a team or project lead, in the end, you can kibosh, and it is in your purview to do so. However, I try to kibosh only like once every six months and only if I have the biggest of big opinions or gut instincts about it. You really want to avoid doing that at all costs. Because really, if you're working together as a team, you should be able to find consensus. So if you're finding yourself in a position where you feel the need to kibosh, probably something went wrong earlier in the process in some way, whether it's a relationship, a collaboration tactic, communication, that's usually indicative of a bigger issue that you probably need to take a closer look at. Three, protect the team from churn by aligning stakeholder feedback 
This is huge. If you're in a corporate environment, every single person has a valid opinion. And these opinions are incredibly detailed and they are about every single thing we can possibly imagine down to a pixel. This can get overwhelming for the creative team because quite often there are people with opinions who we want to integrate. We want to take care of those opinions. We want to respond to it, but sometimes they don't agree with each other. My advice here is to assign someone to work with the brand team and to work across the team overall to create alignment. We all need to work our stuff out. We need to prioritize it, organize it, create room for the creative team to also collaborate. It does not work to just drop lists of notes from any disparate execs. Realize that the creative team is burning literal midnight oil to get to these review meetings. And it goes a long way to respect that. It goes a long way to the final product for the brand team to take the simple step of aligning. And then when a decision has been made, push the decision makers to stick to it, unless there's a really good reason to pivot. Another way to think about how you're sharing this feedback from the wider team, remember the creative team is not Burger King. They are strategists. They have their own point of view. We are all partners, especially if you're working in an in-house environment. It's really important to create an environment of collaboration, of input, of being stronger together. We are not going to a fast food restaurant, making an order and expecting it to come out a certain way from the creative team. We all need to partner in order to do our best work. Number four, the second way to prevent feedback churn is to put a stop to rolling feedback. For most brand frameworks, there are many connected pieces. And if one thing changes, it impacts many other deliverables. So I recommend putting feedback cycles into place when we're dealing with a large, complicated project. For example, maybe we say feedback needs to be in on Tuesdays and Thursdays by 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. on those days, feedback will get pushed to the creative team for review and collaboration. Feedback that is constantly rolling in is a great way to kill the strategy, kill intention, kill thoughtfulness, and degrade the final product as it just creates all kinds of chaos and possibility for mistakes. So it's best to get really organized about your feedback, deliver it in batches. If you find yourself sending pieces of feedback multiple times a day, you may need to take a look at that, as it really can create a situation where the creative team is struggling to avoid mistakes and is struggling to align and to do their best work. Number five, finally, and perhaps most importantly, Identify and recognize the decision maker and stick to it. It does not work to make decisions by committee. We all should have input. We all should collaborate. We all should work together. But it does work best to have one person as the decision maker. As much as you can, keep the feedback group small. But in any event, identify the decision maker. The rest of the team is obligated to provide their expertise. We should provide our input but we all need to support the decision maker in making the final call. For me, I often see my role as someone who should provide collaboration, input, and advice, but that doesn't mean I'm the decision maker. Say what I have to say, support in the ways I can, and then I let it go and support whoever needs to make the final decision. I hope these principles we've discussed today were helpful. Feedback is a powerful tool that on the one hand, has the potential to empower the team and produce a supercharged, amazing brand story. Or on the opposite end, it can contribute to a muddied, weak inset of deliverables on top of burning out and demoralizing the team. 
So it's really important to think strategically about what your feedback process looks like and is it creating better work? Is it supporting your team or is it creating a burden? As long as everyone stays focused on the forest and we don't lose ourselves in the trees, we're on the right track. There's a lot more to say on this topic in all kinds of settings and environments, but we'll come back to this in later episodes. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. 